Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah.
Father, we want to serve with thank you, oh God. Thank you for bringing us into your presence. Thank you that you are pruning and at the right and there are pleasures forevermore. Holy Spirit, come down. Let your name be glorified. Let your name be magnified. Let your name be praised, O oh God, in this place. By your grace, Almighty God, Father, it is well with us. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. You are, you are worthy. You are, you are worthy, oh Lord. You are. Hallelujah. I, I enter the gate. Hallelujah, and Hallelujah. You are worthy, worthy I pray. You are the most high. You are worthy. You are the most high. You are the most high. You are the most high. I enter this gate. Hallelujah. I enter this gate. Hallelujah. I am the greatest. Hallelujah. My God is a good God. My God is a good God. He's a good God. My God is a good God. He lifts me up. He lifts me up. He comes me around. I never see your signs This kind of Let there be your holy This kind of I never see your signs This kind of Let holy you took my dance dancing. You took my shame and gave me favor. You saw my misery into what I made it free. Blessed be your holy name. You took my pain into dancing. You took my shame and gave me favor. You saw my misery into what I made it free. Let that be your holy On the mountains, in the valley, on the land and in On the mountains, in the valley, on the land and in the sea. Hallelujah. The the Lord is good forevermore, my God. 
the land of Jesus, my God is good. on the mountain, in the valley of the land, and in the sea, on the mountain, in the valley of the land, in the sea. Hallelujah, my God is a sucker. Everything, 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 everything that doubled up. 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 Now doubled up. Now doubled up. Na double double, na double double. In the morning when I wake up, I sing my praise unto you, my Lord. I my God is good. 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 Jehovah, 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 Jehov
Jeová, 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 who was the final thing? Jehovah has the final thing. Who was the final thing? Jehovah has the final thing. Jehovah took my life for life. Jehovah took my life for life. He makes a way where there is no way. The final thing. Even though it's so hard to move on, everyone around me could have found from the time, but they could not return. Even then, they have their sequestered. I'll be long lost, something in man. Lord, you are so good. Lord, 
closer to the light. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. My Redeemer, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. Be You are the reason. 
Let us start to worship the name of the Lord. Let us start to bless his holy name. Let us lift him up on high because we know that our God is good. We know that our God is the ancient of days, is the lily of the valley, is the land of the tribe of Judah. He's omnipotent, omniscient, omni-knowing. There is no one like him. He is the one who has been seeing us throughout our life. He is our faithful God. He is our kind God. He is our gracious God. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Let your name be exalted, O God, in the highest, in the mighty name of Jesus, who can do like you do, who can speak like you speak, who can go like you go. Father, we bless your holy name, O God. Daddy, let your name be glorified. Father, let your name be magnified. Father, let your name be praised, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, O God, Daddy, for being so good to us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father, be thou exalted, O God, of the highest, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Let us thank the Lord for this church. Let us thank the Lord for his grace over our lives. Let us thank the Lord for his mercy over our lives. How he keeps us blessing us. How he keeps us seeing us through. How he keeps on making sure that no weapon of the enemy fashion against us ever prospers in our lives. Father, we just want to say we thank you for how you have been seeing us through. Father, we want to say we thank you for how you have been blessing us. Father, we want to say thank you for how you have been showing us. Whatever the plan of the devil is concerned our lives, it continues to fail. It continues to fall short in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, by your grace and by your mercy, God, and it is well with us. Be now exalted, O God, of the highest in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us ask the Lord for mercy upon our lives, for the Lord to forgive us for all of our sins, that in any way that we fall short of the glory of God, that, O Heavenly Father, Father, come and have mercy upon us. Come and forgive us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Come and write our names in the book of life. Come and make it so that it is well with us in whatever that we do, in wherever that we go, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, by your grace, O God, that it is well with us. Glory, glory, glory be to your holy name, O God, in the highest. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Today we want to pray to the Lord God Almighty. And thank God for the answers that you confessing that I'm going on right now. Just thank the Lord that as it is going on, that the Lord will bless it. That the Lord will let his favor shine there. That the Lord will let his grace be seen excellently in that place. In the mighty name of Jesus. That the power of the Lord will not disappoint us there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those who are going there for their healing will find healing. Those who are going there for all kinds of things will find it there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to your holy name of God in the highest in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Let us pray against every agenda of the enemy to capture our spirit man. Let us pray that it shall fail in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, every agenda of the enemy to capture my spirit man, O God. Father, let it fail. Father, let it fail. Father, let it fail. In the mighty name of Jesus. My spirit man, O God, Father, belongs to you. My mind, O God, Father, belongs to you. It shall not be captured by unruly spirits, O 
God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, God, because you are doing it for me. Thank you, my Father, because you are working it for me, O God. To the glory and honor of be that exalted. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Let us pray that let, let us pray that the spirit of perdition, spirit of her of perverseness will lose their hold upon our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray against the spirit of perdition. Father, we pray against the spirit of perverseness. We command you right now to lose your hold over our lives. Lose your hold over our lives. Lose your hold over our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be able to function anymore in our lives. You will not be able to do anything anymore in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we shall not, O oh God, be children of perdition, O oh God. We shall stay on the straight and narrow. We shall stay in your grace. We shall stay where you've called us to stay. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, God, for it is well with us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Let us pray that every power try. Uh, I'm trying to bring us down to into iniquity shall break away in the mighty name of Jesus. Every power trying to bring us down to iniquity, we command you to break away, 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 break away. In the mighty name of Jesus, we shall not be brought down to iniquity, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. By your grace and mercy that it is well with us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Let us decree and declare that hellfire shall not harvest our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, hellfire shall not harvest my life, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. My life belongs to you, O God. Hellfire shall not harvest my life, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Keep me as the apple of your eyes. Hide me under the shadow of your wings, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Let us cry out to the Lord and say, Daddy God, if I am presently wrongly scheduled, reschedule me, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. If I am presently wrongly scheduled, my Father, reschedule me. Reschedule me, reschedule me in the name of Jesus. Help me to be at the right place at the right time, doing everything all right to God, Father, to the glory and honor of your name in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Let us decree and declare that the enemy would not write the last chapter of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, every enemy that wants to write the last chapter of my life, I say we cut off your fingers, we cut off your hands, we cut off your brain. In the mighty name of Jesus, the enemy will not write the last chapter of my life, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, the last chapter of my life, Lord Jesus, belongs to you. Take it, oh God, for it is you. It is yours for you to use as you see fit. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Every evil master, re rejoicing at my sadness, die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Every evil master, rejoicing in my sadness, die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. The Lord is against you. The power of the Lord is against you. The power of the Holy Spirit is against you. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Every power join my virtues. You are a liar. Die in the mighty name of Jesus. Die in the mighty name of Jesus. Every power draw my virtues. You are a liar. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. My transferred blessings. Um, hear the word of the Lord. Come back in the mighty name of Jesus. My transferred blessings. Hear the word of the Lord. Come back in the name of Jesus. Come back in the name of Jesus. Come back in the name of Jesus. Wherever my blessings may have been transferred to, that is missing its location to get to me. I say, come back right now. Come back right now. Come back right now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Every padlock holding down my progress, catch fire, melt away by fire, melt away, melt away by fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, every padlock holding down my progress, melt away by fire. In the name of Jesus, melt away by fire. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Spiritual robbers in my habitation. Lose your power in the mighty name of Jesus. Spiritual robbers in my habitation. Lose your power. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, O God, for it is well with me, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. For the women that are listening to this prayer point, pray and say that every satanic agent wearing my wedding garments, take it off by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Every satanic agent wearing your wedding garment, let them take it off by fire. Let them take it off by fire. Let them take it off by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. For the brothers listening to these prayers, let us pray that power of hard labor die in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will do hard labor but not see anything from it. Power of fruitless hard labor die in the name of Jesus, die in the name of Jesus, die in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Merchants of souls assigned against my destiny, die in the name of Jesus. Merchants of souls assigned against my destiny, die in the name of Jesus. Merchants of souls assigned against my destiny, die, die, die in the mighty Um, let us pray. My heavens open, my reign of blessings fall in the mighty name of Jesus. My heavens open, my reign of blessings fall in the mighty name of Jesus. My heavens open, my reign of blessings fall. I receive my reign of blessings. I receive my reign of blessings. I receive my reign of blessings, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, my Father. 
Glory be to your holy name, O God, in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. My Father, do anything to turn my life around, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. If your life is going in the wrong direction, pray to the Lord that he should do anything, anything, give him free, free reign, permission to do anything, to turn your life around, to turn your life around, to turn your life around in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. Lord of Jesus, have your way in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Good evening, everyone. God bless you in Jesus' name. Sister Yinka, it seems like it's only you and I. Have you got any prayer points on your heart? Um, feel free to unmute yourself, Sister Yinka. Can you hear me clearly? Yes. Yeah. Any prayer point? Um, just want to thank God for everything. Yes. So. Thank God for everything. Um, for this new month, for mm -hmm. Olaf of Me's life. Um, yes. So. His birthday was yesterday. Yes. Thank so. God for this month. My husband's birthday is um on the twelfth. Yes. I just want to give God all glory. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah. back home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. My mom. Yes. Doing so, well. and, doing and well. this is your mom. So Thank God for everything. <laughs> Father, we want to say we thank you, say thank you for Sister Yinka. Thank you, God, that this is her mom. Thank you for all of the blessings that are surrounding her, oh God. Father, continue to surround her with your blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Sister Yinka that in her life, oh God, she will always have reasons to rejoice. She will always have reasons to thank you, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for the testimonies galore that is happening in her life from when she was born as a small child to now, oh God, you brought her through a mighty long way. Ah, Father, it's only by your grace. It's only by your mercy. Thank you, oh God. We are not very grateful. Thank you, my Father. Be thou exalted in the highest in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Any other prayer points? Is that all? Yes, but definitely. Thank you. Amen. All right. All right. So, so he he Heavenly Father, Father, we want to say we, say we thank, thank you. you. We thank you for thank bringing you. us into your presence because in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. As we go on, O oh God, in this service, Holy Spirit, come down, come and take your place. Come and do that which only you can do, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. By your grace and mercy, O oh God, Father, it is well, O oh God. Thank you, Father, for being so good to us. Glory be to your holy name in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Ah. Good evening, all. Good evening. I think um, everybody is busy. Everybody has their own things going on. Um, 
but all of this will be recorded and um yeah thank you for coming to join us sister uh god bless you in jesus name testimony time overcomers time have you got anything to testify about sister yinka of course no, you do <laughs> really, like i testified on sunday yes uh, mm. um, i say i remember i forgot to say it on sunday i remember when before giving back to go for me mm. um, i had i was pregnant and i lost the baby and it was very very painful i was in, back in london then it was really painful it was a painful one and um i later i took for me pregnant with Tokome and Satan rose up his ugly head. It was really tough. I was bleeding from beginning to the end. As a pregnant woman, we are not supposed to. I was bleeding all through. I remember one time when I was bleeding, I had to stay in the bath. Mm. And my husband was, you know, I, we thought we lost the pregnancy. Mm. He was just doing cleaning and everything. Mm. And then um, that was um, during the Tokumi's pregnancy. Okay. I was rushed to the hospital and then I came back home. It was okay. The pregnancy was okay. Okay. Before, before I gave back to Tokumi again, mm -hmm. I was um, rushed to the hospital again because. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I can. So just I that your testimony is. Wonderful. My, the placenta rupture. Mm -hmm. So I, when I got to the hospital, they were asking me, how did I do it? How did you do it? Mm -hmm. How did you do it? Mm -hmm. You're still alive. You understand? You're still yeah. alive. And nothing is wrong with the baby. They just, they mm -hmm. know what they said. They said, you know what? You can't wait for anything. You just, you just need to move it to a theater room. Puelumi's mm -hmm. uh, pregnancy was natural. Tofumi okay. was CS. Operation and wow. I just want to give God all glory. Yes, and so. me when I had I was um, natural as well. But mm. I just want to give God all glory because Tokumi's own was so tough. It was wow. Tough. Mm. But thank God mm. he's 10 years old today. And yes, so God is doing the devil is a liar. Many years to come. Yes. Whatever might be the plans of the enemy concerning him. Mm. I know God has destroyed them. Amen. Whatever they're going to plan again, whatever trick they're going to bring up again, God is going to mm. destroy their plans in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for His grace over your okay, life. Oh, oh, let me increase my volume. All right, I've increased my volume. Okay, that's all. Thank you. All right. Ah, we thank God oh, for His grace over your life. Oh, God who has done this, huh? He will see Tofumi all to the very end in Jesus' name. I, I, I've not heard that one at all, but that one is a wonderful testimony to the shame of Satan. Hallelujah. Amen. As for me, I had, um, what is it? I had a dream. Let's see. Let me look for my dream. So I had a dream, but I wasn't sure. So the dream was like I was in this stadium. In like a board like in a boarding school and we were seeing ourselves um compete you know race and all of that 
So that was the dream I had. Um, I don't know about any interpretation. Um, when you see yourself in, bo in boarding school, it just means because boarding school is like school for life. You live on the school, stay in, in the school. Do you have any Im impression as to what that means, uh, Sister Yinka? Uh, can you say that again, Brother Flavia? I couldn't hear you very well. Yeah, the yeah, dream the that dream I had, mm -hmm. I was I in was boarding school, school. Mm -hmm. and I was and in I was a the stadium, stadium of the boarding, boarding school. school. Okay. And we were and racing we were with racing ourselves with our there on, on the racetrack, race but I wasn't but part, I was of part of them. I was hitting I was on top of the chairs, looking at them race and compete with themselves. Okay. So, any impression or what that kind of dream means? Okay. Um, was the oh, was it your secondary school? Former secondary school? Yeah, when I was in Ijabode. Hello. Hello, can, can you hear Sorry, me? Sorry, a, a call just came in now. Oh, your voice sounds nice, clear now, without any echo. Okay, because my a phone was calling. I don't want to pick up the call. Uh -huh. Sorry. Right. So, um, so, you said your former yeah. secondary school. You know when they say yeah. when you dream about um, your secondary school, it's not mm. a good thing that uh, okay. they that it's, 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 it's not a good thing that it's, you, will not be, you will not go back in Jesus' name. They will say it's mm. you understand? But when you see other people raising, that means mm. maybe is it people ahead of someone. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I might, yeah. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the impression. I take all, all of these two hats. You know, as okay. God gives me grace. Yeah, I might be wrong. I'm yeah. just using my own. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'll put put out a prayer point that uh, what is it? We will not. God will help me not to regress back. Yeah, you know? we will not. So yeah, I'll I'll take that into yeah. consideration yeah. indeed. Yeah. Amen. All right. Thank you very much for that. Today, have you got anything you'd like to share? Any testimonies, dreams? Hello, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. How that call made your phone sound better? But, uh, that's what happens every time. Yeah, but I when have people to call. Learn it. Yeah, when, yeah, when people I have call, to learn it. to be louder. Yeah, I have to. Maybe. Do you know when you are talking at times? Yeah. At times, it's just be very loud. That mm. sometimes. Okay, well, that's very odd, but we shall look into it. All right, amen. All right, let us pray. Um, let us pray and cover all of these with the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you for everything that we've shared. We cover them with the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus.
Father, we pray, oh God, that all of the good things we want coming out from our dreams, from our testimonies, shall come out in Jesus' name. And all of the wrong things that we don't want, oh God, shall not come out, my Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to your holy name, O God, in the highest, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, um, for the past few weeks, we've been talking about grace, expanding to ourselves grace, and I used um, Pastor Selman as a baseline for the kind of people who like to uh, think think like who like to uh to adulterate grace so um if you've not heard what we've said regarding grace you can go back into the past and you can go and see um everything that we've said regarding it everything is recorded everything is online everything is on te- is on telegram um we ha- we have our podcast if you want the podcast uh, we have the um, Rumble, Odyssey. Those are websites where you can go to and see them. Amen. All right. So now the reason, the thing that really surprises me the most is that um, many of us, I do not understand how we've been able to do deliverance ministry without having a good understanding of the gospel of grace, which means that God's grace has been seeing us through even far before we got into the, even while we are in the deliverance ministries and we don't know what's going on there. Grace is very important. If a demon starts to manifest, you know that they will get into your psyche you know that they will get into your brain. You know they will try to manipulate and distort you because they are creatures of light. And they start to remind you, all right? You are praying for somebody. You are trying to cast out the demons out from them. And the reason I'm bringing out demons is because before we went into the doctrine of grace, I took a pause on the doctrine of grace before we, I mean, I took a pause on the doctrine of the supernatural, all right? Supernatural. This was when I was talking about, um, what is it? The different species of the supernatural realm that are there, such as the angels, the um, ophimim, cherubim, seraphim, all of those creatures that are out there. So I took a pause there because I was about to start to migrate us little by little to understand the doctrine of how witchcraft works, how um, sorcery works, how all of these things works so that we as Christians can now see that, oh, the devil is using all these things in the wrong way. Which part can I use? How far is too far? These are discussions we need to have in the Christian church before you go to one. I mean, intuitively, you can go into a church, see them being see them being charismatic in that church, and you can say this charismatic behavior is a little bit too far. 
We've seen, for example, in South Africa, um, some fake pastors, and I have to call them fake pa uh, pastors, where they'll be praying for somebody, and then they will put, um, because they are casting out and quote and unquote evil spirit from them, they will tell them to take off their pants. They will tell them to take off their bra. They will touch them in inappropriate places just because they are casting out evil spirit from them or they are manifesting some kind of gift of the Holy Spirit where they are saying, oh, I can see this, I can see that, you must pay me some something, all of that. So, how far is too far? This is the importance of bringing up the topic of the super, supernatural, all right? In warfare, Christian warfare, there are certain things you have to know. Song Zhu said in his own warfare, know thyself, know thy enemy. We in Christianity, we start with number one, know your God. Number two, maybe you can now know yourself. Number three, now you can now know your enemy. And I've gone to the topic of know thy God. I haven't gone to the topic yet of know thyself, but I'm going to the topic of know thy enemy. I think probably we should go into know thyself where we can break down the three aspects of a human being. This is very easy. We've been repeating it among ourselves for a very long time. Sister uh, Yinka, can you remind us of the three aspects of a human being? What are the three aspects of a human being? Don't forget to unmute yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give I'll give you a guess. Number one, okay. you have the body. Number two, you have the soul. The soul yeah. And number three, you have the spirit. So those are the three aspects of a human being. Whenever you are making decisions in life. There is a reason why in marriage, why God said that the man is supposed to be the head of the house, all right? That is because men in general tend to be logical thinkers, just in general. I'm not saying it's a hardcore rule. There are emotional men that are out there, but women, because of their monthly you know, cycle, every week they are not the same person and they have those times where they are irritable where they are bleeding and they need a little more love and patience you know during those days so god has made the structure of marriage that the man is the head of the house and the woman is um is the one that should that, that should submit to his to the uh, mission that God has put the man under, all right? And the Bible tells us that as the man is the head of the house, so Christ is the head of the man. So Christ is the head of the whole family indeed. And the glue that even joins both the man and the woman together is who? Is Jesus. The Bible says that um, those who God has joined together, let no man put asunder. So 
Even though your husband may be saying the wrong thing, remember, even if you work in a company and your supervisor is saying so, something that, you, that goes against your conscience, you can always report to the main boss, all right? You can, you can always say, I'm not going to compromise what the main boss requires just because I submit under you. Your supervisor may be telling you to cheat here, to lie here, to do this here. You, you can always say as part of your con or as part of your conscientious objection, say no, I'll be taking this up with the main boss. So e even though your husband may be leading you down the wrong path, you can always say, uh uh, that is not God or Jesus picture for this. So you can always refer back to Jesus and say, Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Amen? Amen. So, when you have emotion, and I use that picture to be able to draw a parallel analogy to understand that when you're making decisions in life, there is a structure to which you must put yourself Number one, your soul has to be at the bottom. Then rising up to that, then your, in, your intellect now takes place. In your soul, you have both the intellect and the emotions. So your soul has to be at the bottom when making decisions. Now, you then have to be pragmatic, all right? That is your body now has to make decisions and says, all right, this is what I see here, here, and here. So your body is the one that lives above your soul because your soul may not be feeling things sometimes, but you have to command your body to take certain actions regardless of how you feel. And then last or first on top is your spirit man. Your spirit man is the one that leads all the remaining two. So spirit body, soul, all right? That's the way it should be when you're making choices in life. So it's the same thing we have when we have the um, Jesus, the man, and the wife. That is how we understand who God is. Marriage was created for us to understand more of who God is and how God operates. Marriage was not made for your happiness. It was not, okay? So we've been speaking about the supernatural for some time. And we've been saying how God was dealing with the children of Israel in those days and how God was trying to bring them up so that they can come to know him and to know him better and to know the way that he does things, all right? The Israelites spent over a year at Mount Sinai. Why so long? They had already entered into a covenant with God and received the Ten Commandments, but they still had a lot to learn. It was one thing to promise to believe in the, to be loyal to the God of their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it was another to know that God expects, uh, I mean, what God expected and what he was like, all right? God is now revealing himself to them. Now, one of the things that God gave the Israelites 
was the concept of holiness. The concept of holiness. DJ, can you open Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, and just hold on it? Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, and just hold on it until I tell you to read it. Many of the strange laws and practices of the Old Testament are grounded in the need to teach people that God is unlike everything else. In his nature and character, he is unique. He is completely other than humanity and anything else. For Israel, that was a truth that had to be reinforced at all times. Otherwise, God might be thought of as ordinary. The, the biblical word for the idea of God's unique otherness is holiness. It means to be set apart or to be distinct. The concept isn't necessarily a certain way to reflect God's distinct moral standards, though that is included. All right? Did they read for us? Le Leviticus chapter 19 verse 2. Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, These shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. Amen. All right. God wasn't content to simply give the Israelites an intellectual explanation of holiness. All right. Mm -mm. He wanted the concept of his otherness to permeate life completely in ancient Israel. Start to see how God is revealing himself small, small. Now, the Bible tells us, tells us this was accomplished through rituals, symbolic acts, and by rules of approaching sacred areas. Now, how is God other? The short answer to th this question is in every way. But that's too abstract. The Bible is much more down to earth, so to speak, and the rituals are rules for Israelite communities living um, to in, in their lively to reflect that, all right? Everything is almost pointing to God. And you will start to notice when we start um, teaching ourselves how witchcraft takes place, one of the, and you've even started to see me now start to teach in church, for example, how the schools of the, pro, of the prophets, how they think, how they decipher prophecies in the Bible. You will notice a common similarity between also how a witch would think. When you are looking at life under the sun, you see meaninglessness, vanity under the sun. But when you are talking about the supernatural realm, it is a realm of meaning. That is why, for example, you can see a witch. She will take some tea leaves, shake it, and in the way the tea leaves will align themselves, because they are surrounding their life, their lifestyle and their livelihood with spiritual entities, we call those demons, that are moving things in their life. The demons that are in their lives are much more intellectual, much more smart, are operating on a higher dimension than all of us here 
take that, look at it, read it, and get something out of it and go, wow. So, we also have to be careful, all right? Because you don't want to put, maybe I should, should have thought, I should have thought psychology and more of the doctrine of your soul before coming into the doctrine of the spiritual realm. Because if you do too much spirituality without understanding psychology, then problems are that you may start to run mad. Or maybe not mad, but nobody will be able to understand you. When Isaiah in the Bible, when he was in the presence of God, when he was prophesying all those prophecies, Nobody had a clue, like, what the heck is this man saying? We don't understand. It wasn't until over 600 years. And now we are in 2022. And we are, we are now, we are now uh, breaking down to decipher everything that that man was saying. You will start saying some things that are heavy truths, that nobody understands or gets a clue of what you are saying. But uh, at the end of the day, God will fulfill his word. So you should understand, when you understand the quote and unquote craziness, all right? There, when you dig deep into spirituality, some things that look crazy, all right? But it takes time for everything to start to show forth to show for all of that truth. So it is, um, we should be careful to understand that, all right, this is spiritual craziness. Let me just use that word. And you cannot make a conscious choice to still choose to go into it, all right? Rather than to go into it with your emotions unchecked and all of that, and all of a sudden, you are a pastor that God used to use mightily in the past, and now you're like, where, where has God gone to? That is because you haven't done the soul work. To check your soul, has pride now developed in your heart? Jesus said, oh, he said that on that day, many people will say to me, Lord, Lord, and he will say, I never knew you. So we have to be careful how we, you know, allow our souls we will definitely come to the doctrine of souls and all these psychological things that are out there the body is very important theology that is the understanding of god from the outside also is very important we will break all those as time comes in jesus name so for example the Bible teaches us that God was not only the source of Israel's life, but he was life, all right? God is not of this earth, a place that there is death, disease, and imperfection. His realm is supernatural, all right? Our realm is terrestrial. The earthly space he occupies is made sacred and otherworldly by his presence. Things happen in the presence of God. We'll start to learn how to get into the presence of God. For example, if you are playing a video game 
you look at the video game, you, you are otherworldly from the video game, from the simulation that is taking place. It is one thing for you to know about the world of the video game. It is another thing for you to understand the rules of engagement. What we've been doing in the past is understanding that look, this supernatural world exists. Now, what are the rules of engagement? What are the rules of engagement for a video game? Well, you have the video game pad, all right? You have the software that actually, uh, and the drivers that actually interact be between the pad and the game world too. So it is the same thing too with the supernatural realm. If you want to start opening your eyes in the spirit, there is number one, this normal world where we all exist. Number two, there are rules of engagement. And number three, there is communication. All right. There are some things that Paul in the Bible saw. He said, my mouth can't explain. My mouth cannot explain these things. God will help us all as we dig deeper into the supernatural realm in Jesus' name. So God was showing these people his otherworldliness, all right? And every space we occupy, even as we are here, we are opening a, a portal as we are here, as the pastor always says, an altar is a portal, all right? The altar that we are making that we say every Wednesday, we shall come into your presence and fellowship with the Holy Spirit together. Things are happening in this place. Hearts are being changed. Blessings are coming in. Praise the Lord. So the way things will happen in this presence is different from the way things will happen at, let's say, your place of work. And you yourself can be a portal where you can say whatever that God must fight for me. God must move for me. And when you take yourself, your supernatural self to work, different rules of engagement start to take place over there. What the different rules of engagement is the difference between an ant that can only walk across a paper versus a fly that can go off the paper and go to a different place in the paper. All right. So, in ancient Israel, all right, these ideas were conveyed by the fact that people had to be invited and purified to occupy the same space as God. This was when they were living under law, not under grace. Many laws in the Old Testament regulate this purifying. Israelites could be disqualified, made quote and unquote unclean from sacred space by variety of activities and conditions, having sex, losing blood, certain physical handicaps, and touching a dead body, human or animal, all rendered an Israelite unclean. You'll be thinking, why is God going this extra mile and being so extra? All right. But it is a symbolic show of his holiness that he is trying to show us different rules of engagement nobody on earth were thinking and behaving like the israelites were israelites were forbidden from eating certain birds of prey that ate from dead animals such as vultures hawks 
Do you see that in Leviticus chapter 11 verses 13 to 19? Or animals that might be found on or inside a carcass, such as lizard, mice, if you see, you will see that in, Le in Leviticus chapter 11 verse verses 24 to 14. In these instances, uncleanness was not about morality, okay? But rather about association with loss of life or the incompatibility of that with God's perfection. If you associate with vultures, you start eating them or you start being unclean, then there is problem. Then 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 you are not clean all right that is holiness we are not talk, talking about sin now this is how to be holy you associate this is the way we become holy as christians as long as you are associating with jesus you carry his name very important for when we start learning about witchcraft exorcism and how to like we know all these things we've been practicing them in church but we want to intellectually be conscious of them that is why i'm teaching this class all right so even though the, i mean even though the logic is simple it feels foreign to our modern minds lots of blood and sexual fluids were perceived as the loss of that which created and sustained life. God was not to be associated with the loss of life. All right? It was not to be associated with that at all. So God was not to be associated with what the loss of life, but rather with being the giver of life. That is what makes God holy. We've spoken about one of the attributes of God. That one of the attributes of God is called greater making property. Greater making property. Sister Anita, welcome. God bless you in Jesus' name. Sorry, because normally when we are doing profession in Nigeria, we don't do diggy deep, you know. So I thought there was no diggity, you know. Ah, all right. I wasn't too sure we didn't tell ourselves anything. Very voice. Anyway. Yes. Yes, mommy. Yes. Thank you for coming to join us anyway. So, um, what would you say is the opposite? of a greater making property. If it is not greater making, then it is what? Sister Anita, do you know the answer? Sorry, I don't know. I didn't join that, so I don't uh, understand what you're talking about. It's Air Korea anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it uh, just um, well, like try and take take a guess. It's it's not like if we are saying that God makes greater. I mean, God is greater making property. 
and the opposite of a greater negative property will be what? So if it doesn't make you greater, then it makes you what? What's the opposite of that? They are less greater. Okay, guess. Less greater. Lesser, yes, hallelujah, amen. So, the opposite of greater making property is lesser making property. Go on, sit down, that's Greater making property, and that is what he's asserting um, to note that he that he is that he is doing. All right, everything that God does makes him go on and on and on you know for example um some actors normally act in film and when they act in film all of a sudden if the director of the film doesn't like them he can say all right um it's time for you for you guys in the film it's time for you to die and then in the film they die but and then in the real life they sack them all right like all right we we want to have a happy conclusion since maybe something came came up in your life you cannot fulfill your contract all right then we, they will make a scene where that person dies and then they can say all right you are free to go all right so there are certain activities that we can do in life that makes us go greater and greater and greater and there are certain activities that we do in life that can make us go lesser and lesser and lesser did they can you tell me some of the activities that we do in life that makes us go greater and greater and greater prayer yeah yeah um, any one last one charity, charity. Char charity and kindness correct thank you very much and sister yinka can you give us some examples of 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 activities that makes us lesser in life activities that we can do that makes us lesser in life sister yinka all right Sister Anita, would you like to give that a try? Activities in life that can make us lesser. Yeah, when uh, as a child of God, you put God first. Everything you are doing. So if you are less, less there are things that you can still do. Yeah, life. Uh, for example, uh, you stay at home, you don't do anything. When you wake up, yeah, when you wake up in the morning, you look at the window, you go to bed again. Yeah, so those are the... That will destroy you, definitely. We are seeing a pattern here. Greater making is all about construction in where when it comes down to its essence. And lesser making is all about destruction when it comes to its essence. That is why we know that there are two types of freedom, all right? There is a positive freedom and a negative freedom. 
Dide, do you know what the two types of freedom are? Like, can you describe them? Can you give an example? Like, yeah. So, the negative freedom, let me start with that. Negative freedom is the freedom where you say to yourself, I can do whatever I want. I'm free to do anything I want. Well, it, it is a type of freedom, but it is a negative freedom. In that sense, that negative freedom is a lesser making property. Why? Because if you have that kind of freedom, one day you will find yourself in jail. And are you going to be free because you can do whatever you want and then you did it? You are not going to be free anymore. So some freedoms lead to more freedoms, while some freedoms kill themselves. God is a greater making property, which means that he goes on and on and on and on. So an example of a positive freedom is the freedom that says, all right, at five o'clock, I'm going to, instead of staying in bed, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pray, I'm going to work, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to eat healthy, you know, I'm going to do this and that. On the outside, it looks like you are constricting yourself, but in its essence, you are, you are, you are giving yourself more opportunities for freedom more opportunities for freedom and you are going on from freedom to freedom to freedom to freedom all right so there is greater making property and there is lesser making property god is a greater making property in the sense that even though that god is a greater making property there are some things that god it is not that there are some things that god will not do but there are definitely some things that God cannot do, all right? God cannot lie, all right? Because lie is what? A, a lesser making property. God cannot deny himself. Why? Because, well, God is. Because denying yourself is a psychological disturbance where it ends up becoming a lesser making property. All right. So this is this is the attribute of who God is. And so God wants to be seen as a giver of life, not necessarily a giver of death. He wants us to associate him with life. There are definitely certain things that God can do, but there is a way he wants you to, you to know him. All right. God doesn't have to prove that he is holy to the devil the devil has been judged so there are species of other creatures that have elohim in them elohim just means spirits all right we we have our own eloha inside of us that is we have a spirit inside of us too there are other species of spirits eloha that are out there that do not get to experience certain attributes from God. For example, the Bible says that the ostrich, some that sometimes when a snake comes, she runs from her, she runs from her, her, her eggs. 
sometimes she breaks them because God did not give her the wisdom to experience God in that way. There are certain there are certain ways that God wants you to experience Him, and that is just for you and Him to experience yourselves like that together. All right, God. There are definitely some things that God hates. But God wants you to know him as what? God is love. There are definitely some things that um, God will, that there are places of darkness where God is present. But God wants you to know him as God is light. All right. So God also, there are certain people that God kills. But God wants you to intimately know him as God is light. So now we are digging deep into the supernatural realm and trying to know more of who God is. All right. And how we ought to know him. Because rules of engagement. All right. To the super. Just a moment. Um, can you help me turn on the light? Please. Rules of engagement to the super. A natural realm is very important. All right. Now, um, the um, the teaching points. All right. When God was telling them not to associate with ungodly stuff, the teaching point was that God was preserving an Israelite life by substituting the sacrifice. Human life was more sacred than animal life. Because humans were created in God's image. Israelites owned their existence by a supernatural intervention that enabled Abraham and Isaac to have a child. All right. But human life was in peril in the presence of a holy God. Sacrifices reminded them that God has power over life and death. As they see the animal die, they know that this death of the animal is in exchange for their life. This was how they related to God under law. This was the school, because the law is the school master, the primary school master, all right, of us as Christians. When you now go to the university, University, all right, of learning more of who God is, then you start to understand more of grace. But we start to see where we have come from. These are just the ABCs of spirituality. We haven't dug in very deep yet. So, God wanted to show them and teach them mercy and the bloodiness of mercy, all right. Because mercy isn't just coming free of charge like that. A price has to be paid. So, drawing attention to God's otherness communicated certain ideas, not only about God, but also about supernatural boundaries. All right? The idea of realm distinction was fundamental to the supernatural worldview of Israel. If where God's presence dwelt was holy, the ground elsewhere was not. 
it was either ordinary or in some areas hostile and evil all right now god's own presence was marked by reminders of eden many features of the tabernacle and the temple were designed to make people think of eden the place where heaven and earth met all right the golden lampstand was fashioned and decorated as a tree you know it has heaven lamps there and an analogy of the tree of life in eden because it has fire on top of it this is how you start to interpret the bible and you start to do the work of the schools of the prophets it stood guard in front of the veil that blocked the way to the holy of holies the place where the ark of the covenant uh, was stationed the lead designed to function as a throne for god that that is the lead okay which was called the mercy seat okay as a throne for god the cherubim inside the holy of holies are also a clear connection to eden all right the edenic did they can you or i think you've read is sister yinka available to read for us a bible passage um genesis 3 verse 24 if not did they you read for us genesis 3 verse 24 Genesis 3.24 So he drove out the man, and he played at the east of the garden of Eden cherubim, and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Amen. So that is just a symbolic representation of what God was trying to communicate regarding the super natural realm so that we'll be able to intellectually understand it and access it as we go on so that is the angel that stood guard over there all right the cherubim inside the holy of holies guarded the lead of the ark of the covenant later after solomon built the temple the tent structure of the temple was moved inside the temple and two giant cherubim were installed over the ark as a throne for God, making the ark his footstool. All right, we see that in 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 2. 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 2. Um, did they anyway i'll read that just to to say yeah first chronicles 28 to go on then then david the king stood up upon his feet and said hear me my brethren and my sisters as for me i had in mine heart to build an house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the lord and for the footstool of our god and i made ready for the building amen so that's just to say that 
that it was made the, the making the ark his footstool. All right. The temple was also decorated like the Garden of Eden, filled with images of lush vegetation and animals. You will see that if you read First Kings chapter six to chapter seven, flowers, palm trees, lions, and pomegranates were carved into its architecture. It was a visual reminder of the place where God had first come to earth to live with his human family. Israelites need to be reminded of the dark side of cosmic, ge of cosmic geography too. If the Israelites camp and later the nation of Israel was holy ground, the home of God and his people, then the terrain outside Israel was on holy ground. And uh, uh, God had long before Sinai forsaken the other uh, nations and given them over to lesser gods. Who can tell me an example of one of the lesser gods that are out there in the world or in mythology? Um, Sister Anita, do you know of a lesser god of mythology? Uh, is it like the uh, uh, the Zeus also? <laughs> Zeus, yes. Lisa, do you know any lesser god of mythology? Jide, you want to give an example of a lesser god of mythology? Athena. Yes, we all know all of. So it's not just Greek, it's not just Norse. We have the Egyptians, we have the Nigerian mythology too. We have Ogu, Shongo, uh, Oshun, Oya, all of that too. So we have, so there was a certain era where all these gods were real. You'll be seeing them eyeball to eyeball, they'll be walking about the earth like that after jesus died on the cross and he said it is finished and he brought in a new era jesus said that i saw satan fall from the sky like thunder like lightning so we can see that this era this dispensation that we are in it is very different we are living almost like the difference between the way we live now and the way they lived in those days when they believed in all of these gods is the difference like um, during the time of the dinosaurs and now all right completely different atmosphere a completely different era that we live under right now all right so um god had you know forsaken them to and the bible actually proves this all right i don't want to go into it Maybe um, the Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 19 to 20. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 19 to 20. I'll read it. It says, And do this so that you do not lift your eyes towards heaven and observe the sun and the moon and the stars, all the host of the heaven, and 
and be led and be led astray and bow down to them and serve them um, things that Yahweh your God has allotted to all of the peoples under all of heaven. But Yahweh has taken you and brought you out from the furnace of iron from Egypt, where you had all of those conch gods, to be a people of inheritance to him as it is, as it is this day. So the Bible said that other gods, all right, were kings over their own people in those days. But Yahweh is the one that is the God of Israel. So the Bible is confirming supernatural facts, all right? If God should open your eyes, like, I mean, the, we all know when the pastor is speaking, if God should open your eyes, blah, blah, but many of you have not used your core conscious intellect yet to say, oh, here it is in the Bible. Here's another place again where it proves it in the Bible. Um, Jide, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verses 8 to 9. Honor comes closer, eh? The, the the Deuteronomy chapter 32 verses 8 to 9 to see how God was dividing the earth according to the different gods. When the Most High divided the nations by inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of children of Israel. To the Lord Portion is the distribution. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Amen. So you see that the whole world was divided according to their to their gods. All right. So where was I? Let me see. Yeah, it was divided according to, to their gods. He would one day reclaim the nations, one day, but during biblical days, they were realms of darkness. One Israelite ritual brought this lesson home in unforgettable detail the day of atonement called Yom Kippur. The pastor has been speaking of that Yom, Yom Kippur held every year and described in Leviticus chapter 16 included a fascinating object lesson to remind people about holy and on holy ground. Two goats were involved. Listen to this spiritual practice now. One was sacrificed and its blood sprinkled in the sanctuary to cleanse it of human defilement for another year. The sacrificed goat was for the Lord. Now, the other goat wasn't killed. Something is going on here, a supernatural practice, a supernatural rule of engagement. Other goat wasn't killed. It was sent out into the wilderness after the high priest symbolically transferred the sins of the people onto it. That goat was for Azazel. Azazel. Now, who? Or what is Azazel? Some translations render the word scapegoat instead of 
Azazel. In the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Hebrew word in question is a proper name, the name of a demon. During the wilderness journey, in fact, today or Sister Anita, are you available to read for us? We've got a Bible verse over here. If not, um, today, Leviticus chapter 17, verse 7. Leviticus chapter 17, verse 7. Now, I'll just end this. During the wilderness journey to the promised land, the Israelites had been sacrificing to demons. You will see that in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 7. Read that for us, Dede. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices in the desert, as long as they have gone from Moab. They shall be a statute, a statute forever unto them throughout their generations. All right. Because they feared evil forces, they fear that evil forces will threaten their camp. And that has been the mentality of many mythology of the past. People engage. You see our forefathers in those days. Because they were afraid of what the demons might do to their children, they start to initiate their children and cut their head and to sacrifice to them. They say, please don't disturb us. Like a mafia boss. Hey, take, take my cash. Don't threaten my life. The wilderness was, after all, outside the Israelites' camp, and therefore it was the place of evil entities. This was the symbolism of those days. All right. it, it wasn't even symbolic. In those days, it was for real, for real. This, but nowadays, what is outside Christianity is where the demons are. We can go out into this earth. All right. Anywhere you go into this earth. As long as you're carrying Jesus with you, you are fine. In those days, although there are some, there are some sanctified evil places, not sanctified holy places, sanctified evil places that you have to be careful, such as going into a cult, such as carrying an effigy or a uh, statue that all kind of evil demons have been prayed into it, all right? So we still have some likeness of those nowadays, but demons don't own land anymore. They don't own land outrightly unless they have been regiven. And if they have been regiven, you can send them packing and tell them to get out, all right? But in those days, they own land. Demons owned land. In those days, they were landlords. Satan will not be your landlord in Jesus' name. So, the wilderness outside where the, Israel, where the Israelites were and where, where evil entities were, this practice had to stop. Okay? And the goats for Azazel accomplished that. The practice of sacrificing to all to other demons just to appease them please don't disturb me all right it had to stop god had to stop it somehow because their brain their mentality was still thinking that way the goat for azazel wasn't an offering to evil gods 
the goat was never sacrificed. Alright? It wasn't an offering. It was so by sending it out, it means that we don't want to sacrifice to you anymore. Even if we have our sins, we are sacrificing to God. Alright? Spiritual rules of engagement. This is what was happening in the in, in the schools. The baby school of law and spirituality, all right? Because you'll be seeing the Bible, why is God giving them some strange symbolic practices to be doing? And you've not decoded it yet. You say, ah, so this is what God was trying to do, all right? Now, the goat was never sacrificed. Instead, sending it into the, wil into the wilderness was a symbolic way of planting holy ground to say, get out of here. Get out of here. We don't sacrifice to you. All right? Now, things changed in the New Testament, but also stayed the same. God is still other. His holiness requires that we purify, uh, that we be purified to enter his presence. For us, that accomplished by believing in what Jesus did on the cross. Everything Jesus did on our behalf has supernatural overtones. Also, just as the things that were practiced too in the Old Testament has supernatural overtones. Jesus, he went out into the wilderness, the place he would expect to find the forces of evil and overcame Satan's temptation. That event was followed by the beginning of his ministry, which culminated in overcoming the devil who had or the power of death. You will see that in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. It says what? Therefore, since the children share in, in blood and flesh, he also in like manner shared in these same things in order that through death, he could destroy the one who has the power of death. That is the devil. And today, can you open for us Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Jesus was crucified outside the holy, the holy city. Can you read that for us today? Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Okay. He suffered without the gate. That is old English for saying he suffered outside the gate. He was unclean because of our sins that were placed upon him. And, Je and Jerusalem was symbolically holy ground. Jesus' death, you know I'm using the word symbolically, but whether I use the word symbolically, it could also mean in this case was actually. All right, so I'm so, so, sometimes it's a bit of interchange between those words. Hallelujah. So 
Jesus' death and resurrection sanctified us, make us fit for God's presence. Like how those priests had to purify themselves. You will see that in, um, today if you can read Romans chapter 11 verse 27. Romans chapter 11 verse 27. Our sins were taken away. Go on. For this is my covenant with them, when I shall take away their sins. Alright. And also if you see 1 John chapter 3 verse 5. 1 John chapter 3 verse 5. It says there that, And you know that that, that, that one was revealed in order that he might take away sins, and in him there is no sin. All right? So, though, though unclean sinners were, uh, were, I mean, I mean, though unclean sinners, we are holy. Perfect. Our imperfections are overlooked because of Jesus. It's that simple, yet that profound. We tend to think Israelites are in many ways more spiritually privileged than we are. After all, they had God's presence right in their midst. They lived in a world where supernatural cosmic geography was real. We tend to think we would be more spiritual, more tuned in to God. If only we had what they had. If only those continual reminders of God were our reality. The New Testament says that they are. We don't need a tabernacle or, te or temple to mark sacred space. Our bodies are sacred space. Paul calls our earthly bodies a tent. You will see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. Let us read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. And today you will read the last place for us in Romans chapter 8, verses 9 to 11. Romans chapter 8, verses 9 to 11. Where was I going to read? So, um. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 4. Um, yeah, if you're there, you can read for if if you're there, you can read for us. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwelleth in you. Amen. And also, we also say in Second Corinthians chapter five verse four, we see that that for indeed. We who are in his tent, in this tent grown, being burdened for this reason, that we do not want to be unclothed, um, unclothed, 
but to be clothed in order that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. So these are spiritual, what is it? Symbolisms, all right? In order for us to understand the rules of engagement, this is just the first scope, all right? We've not even gone in deep yet, but we are starting to see how these things operate. And uh, God will open our eyes to more of all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Any contribution, anything that anybody would like to add, anything dropped in your heart? Sister Anita, Sister Yinka, Bide, anything that you want to say? Amen. All right. So we raised one prayer point for me, and the prayer point, um, as Sister Yinka raised the prayer point, was that um, God will not allow me to regress back. So let us pray that prayer point for me, that God will allow me to progress and not regress in life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I commit myself into your holy hands, O God. I pray, oh God, that you continue to keep me. I pray that you continue to promote me. You do not allow me to regress in life, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. By your grace, oh God, you, I cancel every evil effect of that dream upon my life in Jesus' name. Glory be to your holy name in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. 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 Sister Anita, would you like to pray for us? Round up and close so that we can go. Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord God. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord God, for who you are to us. Thank you for your love and mercy. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for all the battles you are fighting for us physically, spiritually, eternally, eternally. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. No one ever comes to you, Lord God, and remains the same. Father, Lord God, I just thank you, Lord, for this day, people, Lord God, to be here, Lord God. Even it's though, Lord God, we are busy, but Father, Lord God, we still have an appointment with you, Lord God, King of Glory. Have mercy upon us, O Lord God, for not taking your word seriously, for not doing as we're supposed to do, Lord God, King of Glory. Father, Lord God, we pray for strength upon us. God, we pray for a special anointing upon us. Amen. Father, Lord God, we child our spiritual Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Father, Lord, do not let the things of the world, O Lord God, to draw us back from you, Lord God, but rather, Lord God, that we will focus, put our heart in you, trust in you, depend on you. In everything, we'll put you first, O Lord God, in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Father, Lord God, King of Glory, as we are going to bed, O Lord God, tonight, Father, Lord, you be with us, O Lord God. Father, Lord God, I cover every one of us with the blood of Jesus. I cover everyone with the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you for the angels, O Lord God. Jesus, my name. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the Almighty God. Give Jesus a clapping offering. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Son. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for coming Thank to join you. us. Sorry for the confusion. Hey, Esther, how are you? Esther, what are they watching? Yeah. Only close Congress. How are you today? Now, Mama, Mama. Yeah. Today? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's fine. What's today? Okay. What is today? Today is just came back from what she's tired. Why she tired? Because she wants to walk. You busy doing here. Thank you. How was your day, ma? Yeah, I was okay. I'm a bit tired. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. You too, Mark. Good night, Esther. Good night, all. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Good night.